0: I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it, now. Nah, I can't help it, now. Nah, I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it, I'm like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Deposito, and the Celtics beat the Brooklyn Nets 115-114. Happy Easter. Could this day have went any better? Oh my God. This right here was the most Game 7-feeling Game 1 I have ever watched. Uh, What an incredible start to this Celtics-Nets matchup here. Every team in the Eastern Conference tried to duck the Nets, didn't want to play them. Celtics took it on, came out with a huge win today. Uh, But let's talk about it. right? want to follow today's podcast, same as usual run through player of the game, run through the highs, run through the lows, uh, and kind of talk about the rest of the series here because we've got a a hell of a series in front of us here. Uh, To get things started off, I want to give player of the game to Marcus Smart. And I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion, uh, but Marcus Smart tonight I thought was sensational. You look at the stat sheet. Actually, still solid. Honestly, still solid. 20 points for Marcus Smart. 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals. But defensively, he was absolutely everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Took a couple charges. Had a couple great steals. 2 great steals. uh, Had a transition block. Literally, everything was perfect from him on the defensive end tonight. You look and you see like how many points Kyrie puts up, right? He ended the ended the night with 39 points. Not all of that was on Marcus Smart, but Marcus Smart as like the as the guy was just sensational tonight on the defensive end. Like they talked about it in the in the broadcast as well. He is and should be the front runner for defensive player of the year. If tonight isn't proof of that, obviously I know it's a regular season award. Playoffs don't impact that. This is as good of an indication of how good he has been all season long, right? This is just playoff basketball at its highest level. And Marcus Smart was there every step of the way. You want to talk about efficiency, too, even from the field. Eight of 17, so over. Now, well, just. Pretty much at 50%. Four of nine from three, which is really solid. The most three pointers on the team, made and taken. But again, percentage wise, four of nine, great. Right? If Marcus Smart's going to shoot over 40% from three, take that and run with it because that is great basketball. Right? But overall, this is just an unbelievable performance from him. And you look, there were a lot of great performances. I could have gone with Jason Tatum, who ended up with the, the putback at the end, or not putback, but the layup at the end. You could have gone with Al Horford, who played an unbelievable game as well. Al Horford to me was that next guy, right? Like I know we've talked about the whole Time Lord being gone thing, right? Al Horford has stepped up and he did it in a huge spot today. End of the game, 20 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, uh, on just super efficient numbers. 8 of 13 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. But he added in 6 offensive rebounds. Like, he is doing everything. And one of the underrated parts of today's game is the fact that we just attacked and attacked and attacked the paint. And a lot of that comes from Al Horford doing his job getting Andre Drummond into foul trouble early. Andre Drummond, I believe, had four fouls at halftime and didn't play a lot because of that. And that opened up the lane. Claxton is not a huge downgrade, right? Claxton is a solid player. But even the Nets started throwing him on Tatum, which I thought was kind of crazy. Uh, But they continued to do it, which, again, opens up the lane for the Celtics. Points in the paint were unreal because we kept getting Drummond either in foul trouble or just out on the perimeter. And you gotta love that. Al Horford played a huge part in that. Super efficient game, defensively excellent, right? That's it. Those are your two like anchors on the defensive end with Time Lord out. Both of those guys played at such a huge level. And I think it's hard to talk about potential players of the game without talking about Jason Tatum. Like Jason Tatum, while he still did score 31 points on 9 of 18 shooting, super efficient, 10 of 12 from the free throw line, he led the team in assists with 8. Like This is Jason Tatum... Playing at an all NBA first team level, you know this is what he needs to do to like for the Celtics to have a chance at winning a title, right? And I'm not just saying like to do this to get past the Nets, but if the Celtics want to win a championship, this is the Jason Tatum that needs to come out and play in all of these games. But this is a super high level performance from him. Struggled from deep to begin the game, uh, but stopped shooting from deep, attacked the rim, and you see it 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Like these are the types of performances that you love to see. And you also see Jason Tatum really getting after it on the defensive end. Two blocks, a steal, a couple great plays. Uh, one of my favorite plays of the entire game was when Jason Tatum stole the bro- stole the ball from Bruce Brown, who just went and talked all that smack about attacking Al Horford and Daniel Tice in the absence of Time Lord. Tatum steals the ball from him, gets in transition, throws Al Horford the alley-oop, and dunks over Bruce Brown. Like, probably my favorite play of today's game. But, like, these are the types of plays that you need to get from Jason Tatum. And you love to see it. You love to see it. Jalen Brown tonight did struggle at times. uh, But ended up solid stat line. 23 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks. Including a super impressive transition block on KD. And then he ended up getting a transition layup from Al Horford on the other end. So just like all in all. This game is super impressive. It really is. Like, head to toe. Every guy on this team stepped up. Like, Jalen Brown, 14 points. He's usually the guy that has a super hot start. He had 14 points after the third quarter. Not very good, right? Ended up with 23. So, solid fourth quarter. Nine points in the fourth. Nine of the 19 points In the fourth quarter. For Jalen Brown. And that's going to go overlooked. Right? Like he had a super, super solid fourth quarter. And brought a lot of the scoring. Uh, And you got to give him credit. Like he obviously had that drive. And kick out to Marcus Smart. Before Marcus Smart got the ball into Tatum. So Jalen Brown is making the right plays. And you look at the the stat sheet. One of four from three. Nine of 19 from the field. The numbers aren't phenomenal. They're not Jalen Brown efficiency numbers. He got beat up tonight, but he continued to make the right plays. Like, this is a game where he had a bloody nose in both nostrils at two points of the game where he got hit and no call. So, you gotta give Jalen Brown huge props here. It's not a game where he's like, Overwhelming on the stat sheet, uh, but he's doing everything the right way. He's attacking. Like he only took four three pointers today. Three wasn't falling. He was only one of four. So he attacked. He attacked and he made the right passes, made the right reads. The three assists, defensively, he was there. Right? The two blocks, one in transition, the four steals. This is him also stepping it up when he's needed. I still think the Celtics are going to need more of him in from an offensive perspective. Uh, But this is, you know, it's still an impressive win. It's still an impressive game from Jalen, despite only 23 points. And I know that's fair. I know know that's probably not fair to say, right? Like 23 points is solid. But this is a game where Jalen Brown should be getting more than that. You know, no time lord means you need more from your starters. Jason Tatum, 31. Jalen Brown, while he did have 23, again, only 14 points through three quarters. So there was a lot of opportunity for him to really step up, and we didn't see it in the first three quarters. But that fourth quarter, man, JB was just unbelievable. Lights out. Uh, So really solid for him. Another one that, honestly... You look at the stat sheet. It's not spectacular. And while you... It's hard because there are two halves in this game, clearly, right? Grant Williams in the first half was lights out. Every, every aspect of the game lights out, I thought. He had seven points at half. Uh, seven points in the first quarter, actually. And that's what he ended at, was seven. But defensively, he was up against Durant. And held Durant down. Defensively, he was as good as it gets against Durant. You want to talk about him getting the nickname Batman for stopping the Joker? Like, this is him taking on the Slim Reaper in Kevin Durant and playing a really solid game. Like, a really solid game. Derek White, another guy that I thought played fantastic. Again, only seven points as far as the statue goes but 3 rebounds, 4 assists 3 steals defensively, another unbelievable game so you look up and down everybody contributed and we've talked about this on other podcasts too Ime Doka runs a tight rotation end of the night, 8 guys played Jason Tatum, 45 minutes there are 48 in a game Four 12-minute quarters. He played 45 minutes, which is a crazy amount of time. Jalen Brown, 40 minutes. Al Horford, who is 35 years old, played 41 minutes in this game. Like, it's tough. It's tough. And honestly, Al Horford had to play that because Daniel Tice was in foul trouble. Tice had four fouls. We're extremely thin when it comes to big men. I don't expect Luke Cornett to get much time because it's Luke Cornett, right? Like, why would he try to get meaningful playoff minutes? So it makes sense that Al Horford needs to play 41. That's why they really need Time Lord back. You know, this is obviously a a huge win. But, yeah, look, Tice, Tice struggled today. He struggled. He came up with a couple huge offensive rebounds. Don't get me wrong. Four offensive rebounds that gave the Celtics other chances. Uh, but ugh, he was tough. One of six from the field for Daniel Tice. Like really struggled too. Defensively, Drop coverage. And we'll talk about that in the second half. But yeah, there were a couple highlights from him. But it wasn't, wasn't great. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I do want to talk about the free throw numbers, right? Like this is where the Celtics are taking advantage, right? Points in the paint, free throws, all of that, right? The Nets do not have a big presence down low. Andre Drummond, kind of a shell of himself. Not very solid defensively. He's a good rebounder. That's about it. Today, the Celtics attacked him, got him in foul trouble, had four personal fouls, like I said, at the half, I believe. And then you're kind of stuck leaning on Claxton. Outside of that, they have nobody. So this is a team that runs super, super small. Like they had Kevin Durant as the tallest guy on the court most of the night. And that's that's a tough look. Like, that's a a real tough look, especially when the Celtics are rolling two bigs most of the night, right? Like, Grant, Tice, Horford, those guys are playing big minutes, right? It's, It's tough if you're the Nets and you've only got two guys and one of them gets in foul trouble. So that right there is one of the keys to the series for me. Attack Andre Drummond. Get him out. And make him a non-factor. Because he's a guy that can rebound with the best of them. Tonight, only got to play 17 minutes. Claxton played 31. He's not the rebounder that Andre Drummond is. Still ended up with 8 rebounds. It's not like it's it's bad. I'm not saying that. Uh, But this is a guy that if you can get off the court, there are not many options down low. Like, you can attack the paint and at ease if that's the case. And the Celtics did that. And it's evident with the 24 free throw attempts. But you look at the, the points in the paint numbers, and it is just off the charts how much we just, like, how much we outscored the Nets in that aspect. 56-32 to 32 points in the paint. Unbelievable numbers. Right, and a lot of this is the aggressiveness of everybody on this Celtics team. Like, up and down. Jalen Brown attacked the rim a lot. Jason Tatum attacked the rim a lot. Marcus Smart also attacked the rim. Derek White. Derek White always attacks the rim. So, I love that part about his game. Because always finding the right guys. Al Horford, really well. Right, like, every single person the Celtics played... Attack the rim. And that's what you need against this team because they cannot defend it. Like This is one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. Attack, attack, attack. That's the key to the series. And you love coming out with a huge victory. Again, 115-114. There are some negatives to this game. It was not a perfect win. There were some negatives. We'll dive into that. I'm going to keep that section short, but I want to talk about the rest of the series here. Before we dive into that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CELTICSTAKE15, that's CELTICSTAKE15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, let's dive into some negatives here. Again, like I said, keep this section short. Uh, A lot of the negatives come from Kyrie Irving. This is a guy that at halftime, he's walking through the tunnel. Someone said, Kyrie sucks. He goes, S-my-D. I'm not going to say those words on this podcast, but he screams that and then flips off the crowd. And on top of that, he goes out and drops 39 points on a super, super efficient night. That part, super disheartening. 39 points on 12 of 20 from the field, 6 of 10 from 3, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. I talked about how well the Celtics did from the free throw line, getting there 24 times, hitting 19 of them. The Brooklyn Nets did the exact same thing 19 of 24. That part, frustrating. Because you look at this game, we won by one point. I thought the Celtics defense was solid. Like, I can't say the same thing for the Nets. Like, I don't think the Nets defense is good. But I thought the Celtics defense played well. And you look at the numbers, it doesn't support that. That's the part, to me, that is tricky. Now, there's a caveat to that. The Brooklyn Nets have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Two of the best shot makers in the NBA. Right? That goes without saying. Jason Tatum, obviously up there, right? Not arguing that. But this is tough. You give up 114 points to the Nets. They shot 54% from the field, 45.8% from three, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Most of that, Kyrie Irving, I mean, he shot six of 10. They only shot 11 of 24. So do the math there. The rest of the team, 5 of 14. So it's not like the rest of the team was lights out from three because it's only 33% or 30%. Right? So it's not like they went out and did a ton. But the numbers say otherwise. Right? This is a game where you look at the numbers and the Brooklyn Ed's defense looked just as good as the Celtics. And that part is frustrating, <laughs> is really frustrating. Uh, again, I don't think that this is a, a big issue and I'm not, I'm not holding out hope for this Celtics team and I don't want to come off as a homer on this. But the fact that you get this type of performance, a 39-point performance from Kyrie, and still come away with the victory. I, I mean, I think that means the Celtics are just a better team. Like, we didn't have a, an un, unreal, ungodly performance that can't be replicated. And I'm not saying that Kyrie Irving can't replicate that. But that's a really, really good performance from him. Like, really good. Right? So, if that's the case... And he's doing stuff that he's probably not going to do again as far as just efficiency goes. That bodes well for the Celtics team. because you look up and down, like this is a game where Jalen Brown, not super efficient. Jason Tatum was good, but most of his numbers are par for the course. like that's what you're getting from him most most games. Like 31 points isn't far off of his average. Maybe like four. Four points off his average. Average like 26.9, I think, on the season. Right? Efficiency, 50% from the field. Under, I don't know, under 40% from three. So these are things that he can continue to do. Jason, Jalen Brown, I think will get better. Right? Marcus Smart. Smart. Played really well. I'm not even gonna not gonna put anything on him. Al Horford probably not gonna get 20 and 15 from him. Uh but you look, like you really, you really think that the Celtics can pull this together. Like this is a fairly inefficient game. Like, we shot 47% from the field, 36% from three. Like, neither of those are great numbers. from three is not bad. I'm not going to say that. Uh, But it seems like it's something that the Celtics can duplicate. The Brooklyn Nets were just ridiculously efficient. For a team to shoot 46% from three is nuts. Is nuts. So the fact that we were able to pull off a win when the Nets are shooting the way they did, that, to me, puts the Celtics on top of this. The winner of Game 1 in Best of 7 Series also wins 75% of the time. 75% of the series, which is a pretty great stat. Pretty great stat. So, listen, that's it. Honestly, defensively, I thought we did a great job against Kevin Durant. The only negatives from today are the fact that Kyrie Irving just absolutely went off in a super disrespectful way. Uh, Just because he was flipping off the crowd, screaming crap at people, and then he goes out and does that. Hate to see it, right? But overall, fairly solid game for the Celtics. You know, you'd love to see them clean up turnovers. You'd love to see them clean up fouls. All of these things, if they can fix those, I think this is an easy-ish series that the Celtics can kind of walk through. But my God, has there ever been A more Game 7 feeling Game 1 ever. Like just an unreal performance overall. You got to give credit to both teams for for making this fun. Uh, But I'm liking the Celtics' chances after this. I am. Uh, That's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA NBACelticsGuy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And more importantly... Make sure to rate and review the podcast. Rate and review. Five-star written review. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great rest of Easter. Enjoy two days off. We are back Wednesday night. Celtics versus Nets in TD Garden. 7 o'clock game. We will talk to you soon. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it now. I can't help it now. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I